0: Welcome to Season 2 of the To Health With That Podcast, where we break up big health topics into small bites. I'm Amy, and this season I'll share all the tips, tricks, and hacks you need to get healthy with an MTHFR mutation in a step-by-step, week-by-week process. I can't wait! This week, we're going to talk about avoiding one of the biggest mistakes that people make in their MTHFR quest for health. And that is forgetting that methylfolate isn't everything. This is truly the mistake most likely to be made, followed closely by trying to change everything all at once and getting into a tangle. It's really easy to think of MTHFR as a folate thing, forgetting that the 20 other steps in the pathway that have to happen for MTHFR to have any impact need other nutrients. Even the one step that we seem to be obsessed with needs other nutrients. While our mutation does have folate in its name, and that seems like a compelling reason to focus on folate, if folate is the only thing you focus on, it isn't going to work out. I'm not sure if anybody remembers Season 1, Episode 1. It's been a long time now. When we talked about how the MTHFR was like a magic chair. So let's Revisit this idea. MTHFR is a gene, a tiny genetic code that helps your body to build an enzyme of the same name. Enzymes are a special type of protein that I like to talk about in terms of being a magic chair. The magic that happens in this chair is like alchemy. It's a lead to gold type of transition. Essentially, the magic chair turns something reasonably worthless into something incredibly valuable. Like I said, alchemy. The MTHFR magic chair turns folate, folic acid, and folinic acid into the active form of the nutrient that actually does something in your body. The folate gold. The folate gold is called methylfolate, or 5 l tetrahydrofolate, if we want to be specific. Without the magic chair, the methylfolate never happens. If methylfolate never happens, then things start breaking down. We see errors in cellular reproduction, problems with turning on or off of particular genetic signals, trouble building neurotransmitters, inability to kill off damaged cells, toxins piling up, and big issues with conceiving babies, carrying babies, and building the central nervous systems on which healthy babies rely. This methylfolate gold is vital in helping us prevent cancer, prevent heart disease, reproduce, and maintain our mental, physical, and emotional well-being. Really is gold. For genetically wild type humans, which is what researchers call people with the typical MTHFR genes, this enzyme functions as well as it can given their nutritional status. It is still dependent on nutritional status. It can be compromised by a lack of quality folate and a lack of cofactors or an excess of folic acid, even in a completely genetically normal human. But those are the only things that slow it down. For MTHFR folks, the different mutations, most commonly C677T or A1298C, cause the chair to change shape a bit. Essentially, they give the chair a big lump somewhere really important, like the seat or the headrest, something that makes it hard for the folate to effectively sit in the chair. At a very basic point, I'm hoping that you understand that you need the chair and the folate to click together. So remember back to our alchemical change here. We're making lead into gold, and that's kind of a big deal. So obviously, some magic is going on. Some spark is needed. And in this particular case, that magic needs another nutrient in order to spark. And that nutrient is riboflavin. So riboflavin isn't in the name of our mutation. And Dr. Google, unfortunately, doesn't talk about riboflavin as much as he, she, or it should. So, circling back to the initial statement, the biggest mistake that I see in people who've been treating their own MTHFR stuff by themselves is that they forget about other B vitamins. So I have to point out an obvious fact that's really easy to overlook. There are no C vitamins or D vitamins. There is a vitamin C, singular, and a vitamin D, also singular. So why, then, are there so darn many Bs? So the bottom line is that B's are all B's because they function largely as a group. No one B vitamin is involved in any big process that doesn't also involve some or all of the rest of the B vitamins. They're a team. They work together. So vitamin C is off doing its own thing as an antioxidant, but the B's are a team. They're all working together pretty much all of the time. Folate is a B. Riboflavin is also a B. Guess how many B vitamins you need for all of the functions related to healthy methylation? Well, the trick answer here is all of them. Especially when you get off into making things like cellular energy or neurotransmitters or detoxifying things. The Bs always work as a team, and if you're missing Bs, then the process is stalled somewhere. Riboflavin is nowhere in the name of our mutation, but it is as necessary as folate, because riboflavin makes the magic happen is riboflavin the only other B vitamin you should be taking? Well, no, they're a team. So as you're following along with the program, now is the time to start the other B vitamins, preferably in a multivitamin. It's a great way to get everything in one swift stroke rather than taking an individual pill for each thing. The issue is that we do not want folic acid, absolutely no, because it's essentially toxic for us, And we aren't ready to start 5-L-MTHF as a supplement yet either, so what do we do? Well, Ben Lynch, another MTHFR mutant who had the foresight to start a supplement company called Seeking Health that caters to genetic issues, made some great multivitamins without anything methylated, just for this purpose. They can be a great, great way to start the journey by giving your body the rest of the B team without getting into the weird territory with the folate. If you can't get those particular products, look for a multivitamin that does have 5-LMTHF as the form of folate in the very, very lowest dose possible. One-a-day multis are not the best choice because they usually have 400 micrograms or more, just to meet the daily requirements. Many good multis will be in a 2-per-day or even 4-per-day format, and a lot of times if you start one of those at the lowest possible dose, like taking one out of the four pills then you can get a reasonable background of B vitamins with a very low, low dose of methylfolate. Again, make sure the only folate in the product is methylfolate or folinic acid, which is also safe for us. The goal here is to get ready to start a methylfolate supplement by having a great background of other B vitamins. By this time, you have a couple of weeks of symptom tracking since stopping folic acid and since adding in food sources of natural folate you may have noticed some changes. From those changes, we might be able to predict how your methylfolate start will go. So stopping folic acid usually makes people feel either the same or better. Adding natural folate can potentially make you feel worse. And if that's the case, then it may be difficult for you to tolerate 5-LMTHF. And so you'll start at the tiniest, lowest baby dose possible. For people who feel better with their natural folate start, it could be a little bit easier to tolerate. We'll still start low, but finding a good dose should be hopefully a little bit smoother. In theory, it's also potentially possible for people to feel worse by stopping folic acid, but I've never actually seen that, so I don't know. Interestingly, we can also predict a bit based on your basic state. So last week, we talked about basic state. And we don't need to do so again, but overmethylators generally tolerate higher doses of methylfolate than undermethylators do. It's a guideline and not a rule, so it's important for everybody to start slowly and carefully. And we're not there yet. This week, just make sure you're getting all of the other B vitamins in there first to avoid the most common pitfall people experience when they rely solely on Dr. Google. I'm really excited to say that I'm in the process of building a Patreon page, which is a great way for you to show support for this show if you feel like you're getting something out of it. I love doing the show, and I want to keep putting great information out there for free so that it's reasonably accessible to people of all financial needs. But also, at the end of the day, I have to be able to support myself and contribute to my family's well-being. So if you're able to become a patron on Patreon, I would so appreciate it. And I have lots of special content planned for you. Now, my Patreon page isn't live just yet. I'm in the process of building it out. But when it is, it will be found at patreon.com THWT for two health with that. And I'll see what I can do to get it live before next week's episode.